Back in August, President Trump gave TikTok, the hit Chinese social media app, an ultimatum. The ultimatum was basically, you need to sell your U.S. operations to an American company or we are going to shut you down. That's Brad Reagan, one of our tech editors. The ultimatum came in the form of an executive order. If TikTok wanted to keep operating in the U.S., it would need to find an American buyer. And it would need to do it in 45 days. It set the clock ticking. And it set off this quite incredible scramble among a lot of the biggest companies in the world to figure out, should they buy this thing? Is that a good idea? How do you even buy this thing? All kinds of companies put in bids, hoping to be the one to save TikTok. And then, this weekend, the world learned TikTok's choice. The winning bidder was a business software company called Oracle. What was the reaction to Oracle being the winner? I think in general it was Oracle, really? Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Kate Leinbaugh. It's Wednesday, September 16th. Coming up on the show, how Oracle won the job of saving one of the Internet's most popular apps. This episode is brought to you by Mercury. There's an art to making the complex feel simple. Everything should be in sync so that even the smallest part serves a bigger purpose. Simplicity can transform your business operations. That's why Mercury powers your financial workflows from the bank account, giving ambitious companies like yours the precision, control, and focus they need to perform at their best. Apply in minutes at mercury.com. The White House's order for TikTok to be sold to an American buyer is the latest twist in the ongoing saga between the U.S. and China. It comes at this kind of incredible moment when China and the U.S. are literally in this tug of war over technology. And TikTok is this amazingly fun, silly app that has become a staple of any young person's phone in the U.S. And to have that thing at this moment be thrust into the middle of this kind of geopolitical battle is just totally fascinating. The U.S. wants its own tech companies to have greater access to China. Right now, most major U.S. tech platforms are frozen out of the country. But TikTok, which is owned by a private Chinese company, has become one of the most popular apps in the U.S., where it has 100 million users. That popularity alarmed the Trump administration. The government was concerned about the data that TikTok gathers on U.S. users. And there's a lot of it, because one of the things that makes TikTok great is it learns a lot about you and it serves you videos that you like. And so they they are, in effect, building this profile of you and who you are. And the concern was, because TikTok's a Chinese company, that that data could be shared with the Chinese government if the Chinese government requested it. It's important to note that TikTok has said China has never asked, and they wouldn't give it if asked. But the reality is, if you operate in China, you pretty much have to do what the Chinese government wants. 
And so the Trump administration was concerned. They were not content to just take TikTok's word for it. The administration's answer was to have an American company buy TikTok's U.S. business. American TikTok users' data would be kept on an American company's servers inside the U.S. And there were plenty of U.S. companies lining up for the chance. When Trump ordered up a sale of TikTok's U.S. operations, he basically kicked off an auction. So Microsoft was the first to really express interest. But all of a sudden, all these big companies around Silicon Valley and elsewhere thought, should we buy a piece of this? How would that even work? And all these coalitions started being put together. Microsoft, it turns out, had been in discussions to buy TikTok even before Trump's executive order. But soon, other tech companies jumped in, like Twitter and Google, and some bidders you wouldn't expect. Walmart even joined a couple of bids. You had all these U.S. companies trying to figure out what they were going to do, and it basically coalesced down to two bids. There was the Microsoft bid and the Oracle bid. So what is Oracle exactly? Oracle is a big, boring, hugely lucrative enterprise software company. And basically what that means is they do a lot of the back office stuff that helps companies operate. What they don't do is all of the things that most people think of Silicon Valley for. They don't do social media. They don't do any consumer-facing businesses, really. So they've always been seen as a bit of an outsider among all the cool kids of Silicon Valley. TikTok's thing is videos of kids lip-syncing or dancing or throwing a croc sandal in the air and hitting it with their hair. Okay, I'm going to hit these crocs with my ponytail. Oracle's thing, on the other hand, is database management systems. And so how did you react to this enterprise software company entering the race for the sexiest social media app? I think most people just thought it was a bit of a joke at first. But Oracle wasn't joking. And its bid for TikTok was no accident. It came after two investment firms, which both owned a stake in TikTok's parent company, encouraged Oracle to make an offer. Those firms wanted a couple things. First, they wanted to give Microsoft some competition to drive up TikTok's price. Microsoft kind of was the only bidder for a while. And they felt like they ran the risk of being lowballed if there was only one bidder. And so they looked around and thought, we should probably try to find another bidder. And they wanted a bidder that had a good shot, preferably one with ties to the White House. Oracle has those ties. In 2016, its CEO worked on Trump's transition team. And earlier this year, one of its co-founders, Larry Ellison, hosted a Trump fundraiser. I think it's fair to say of all Silicon Valley tech companies, Oracle is the closest to Trump. And so these investors went to Oracle, made the pitch, and Oracle was interested. Oracle was interested in TikTok, but not for the same reasons as TikTok's other suitors. Other companies wanted access to TikTok's algorithms, which serve users a tailored set of videos tuned to their preferences. The algorithms are the secret sauce. That's what matters. That's how TikTok knows what videos to show you over and over and over again. It sounds simple, but it's really hard to do. American companies spend billions and billions of dollars trying to figure it out. And 
a number of them have looked at TikTok's algorithms and said, man, I wish we could do that. But Oracle was focused on something else. It wanted TikTok to help grow its cloud business, to show its cloud could support a big, data-heavy service like TikTok. They are less interested in being a part of building TikTok's business. They kind of just want the data. They run a cloud computing business that provides those services already. So the appeal to them was, they're just getting a really big customer. But Oracle's bid still didn't seem all that likely. Microsoft was still favored to win the bidding war. And it seemed like the U.S. government was about to get what it wanted, a deal that took TikTok's U.S. business out of Chinese control. That's when something happened that scrambled everyone's calculations. On a Friday in late August, China came out and said, you know what, we're not going to allow TikTok to sell its algorithms to just anybody. We are going to have to approve that deal before it goes through. Chinese officials said an American company could buy TikTok, but if the sale included TikTok's prized algorithms, it would need the Chinese government's blessing. And that's hugely important because that really gutted the appeal, in particular for Microsoft. One person familiar with the deal described it to us as buying a nice car with a crappy engine. The algorithms are the engine, and without that, it totally changed the deal for Microsoft. As this weekend approached, it didn't seem like anything was imminent. And then late Sunday night, Microsoft issued a statement saying they had been notified that their bid was not accepted. That was pretty shocking to most people because Microsoft was considered the front runner. Shortly thereafter, our reporters confirmed that, in fact, Oracle was the winner. I think the reaction around Silicon Valley was, holy cow, they actually did this. But what had Oracle actually done? And would it be enough to keep TikTok in the U.S.? That's after the break. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash journal. Terms and conditions apply. How well do we know the people we work with every day? We share lunches, jokes, and deadlines, but are we aware of the unseen struggles we often face silently? Stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or feeling misunderstood at work. Through insight, awareness, and empathy, we can start to better see the issues our coworkers are dealing with, and that can make us and our companies healthier too. Join Holly Robinson Pete and her guests on the Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Brad's team broke the news of the Oracle deal. And his reporters had lots of questions about it. Like, how much was Oracle paying for TikTok? And what exactly was included in the deal? They weren't getting a lot of answers. Neither Oracle nor TikTok have provided details of the deal. How it's structured, what happens to the algorithms, whether any money changes hands, 
all of these are huge issues that have still not yet been resolved as far as we know. It seems like the announcement was made to get ahead of this deadline and say, we've decided on Oracle and we're going to work out the rest of the stuff later. We do know some things. Under the deal, TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, would keep a big stake in the app. And according to Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin, TikTok would bring its global headquarters and around 20,000 jobs to the U.S. But one of the most telling details about the new deal is that neither TikTok nor Oracle are actually calling it a sale. What would you say it is? We're calling it a partnership. (laughs) I I think nobody really knows. I mean, TikTok is calling Oracle the, quote, trusted tech partner. As journalists, we're trying to unpack that, but it, it seems like it's going to involve Oracle hosting TikTok's data. They're gonna provide those services and get big fees for it. And does that arrangement address Trump's concerns? Previously, basically, the Trump administration had to take TikTok's word for it that it wasn't doing sketchy stuff with this data. Now, Oracle is going to stand up and say, you can take our word for it. One of the things that's striking about this deal, at least as we understand it thus far, is that Trump doesn't seem to have gotten two of his major demands. He said repeatedly that TikTok should be sold and that when it was sold, the U.S. Treasury would get a sizable payment as a cut of the deal. Neither of those are included in the proposal to the U.S. government as we understand it right now. So will it be enough to satisfy the Trump administration's ultimatum? That's the multi-billion dollar question. We don't know. An answer might be coming soon. A committee led by the Treasury Department that has to assess the deal for national security implications is reviewing it now. The committee will then bring its recommendation to the president. They will look at the proposal and then they will take it to Trump. And presidents historically do not get involved at all. But this time, the president will. Steve Mnuchin, the Treasury Secretary, said this week he will take this deal to Trump and that Trump will be the ultimate decider. When asked yesterday about whether he'll approve the deal, Trump didn't show his hand, but he praised Oracle's co-founder. Well, we're going to make a decision pretty soon. Uh, I have a high respect for Larry Ellison. He's somebody I know. He's been uh, really a terrific guy for a long time. So we're going to take a look. What's at play for President Trump as he considers whether or not to approve this deal? A lot of this has to do with his campaign messaging. Being tough on China has been a core issue for him. It's been a good issue for him, I think, among many voters. He does not want to be seen as going soft on China by allowing this deal. But on the flip side, he runs a real risk with young voters if he bans TikTok or even threatens TikTok in some kind of unfair way. We've seen several people close to Trump warn him, you cannot shut down this app that is used by tens of millions of American teenagers, many of whom are voting this year for the first time. And it's not just teenagers. It's people in their 20s, in their 30s, and beyond. Sounds to me like you're a secret TikToker, Kate. I wish I was, but I'm not. Ryan, on the other hand, he says he had to put a time limit on his TikTok use. I hear mom TikTok is a thing. (laughs) I'll I'll dial in soon. (laughs) How does this, like, highly unusual deal fit into the overarching 
U.S.-China technology race. It's probably the biggest test yet to see how this is going to play out. U.S. tech companies have long felt frozen out of China. Their position is that China's this massive market and they don't get access to it, but Chinese companies get access to the U.S. market. And so that's not fair. And Trump has really made that a big issue. And a lot of big Silicon Valley companies agree with the president. Facebook is dying to get into China. So they would love to see the rules get reset. And that's one of the possibilities here is, you know, however this plays out, it may force either side to kind of reconsider this approach they're taking. We just don't know yet. So this fun, silly app is the test of a geopolitical battle between the two biggest economies in the world. Yeah, it's kind of amazing and ridiculous. Like, I was talking to my parents the other day who were watching this thing unfold, and one of my nieces, they looked at her phone, and they asked her to call up TikTok, and they watched it for a little bit. And then they kind of looked at each other, and they said, this is TikTok? This is what all the fuss is about? You know, it's kids in their rooms dancing and lip-syncing. But it's right at the center of this massive, really historic fight between these two superpowers. That's all for today, Wednesday, September 16th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. Reporting for this episode by Georgia Wells, Aaron Tilley, John D. McKinnon, and Kate Davidson. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.